Welcome to the Cosmic Nurse Podcast. My name is Rosie and I will be your host. I have decided to step away from bedside nursing, retire my scrubs, and put on my cosmic cape. This podcast is about cosmic and earthly knowledge, centering around truth, justice, health, and spirituality. Humanity is hungry for more harmony, love, joy, peace, freedom, and leadership. In this pivotal time, I continue to be in service the best ways I know how, providing a place where people can get some mental and spiritual flossing. Here, you will find education, tools, guidance, and more. I invite you to think and feel outside the confines of the 3D world, seeing beyond the chaos to your bliss and more. Bendiciones, how's it going, familia? All right, we're in part two of the path to sacred plans that me and my beautiful sister, Rosie, the cosmic nurse, that we are going to be jumping into this section. And if hopefully you caught the first part where we shared our journey of what our journey was and how it's been, but the start of it will guide us to these sacred plant beings. Now, if you have been exploring or been curious about wanting to dive into sacred plants, and sacred journeys, ceremonies, this is a good space to start off with and to fill out for yourself. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to comment below because we're going to be going through the questions and we've been in this journey and this path for over 11 years already, almost 11 years on my end. So as I wait for my sister to come on, and see where is she at. There she goes. All right, Edmana. So let me go ahead and bring you in. And welcome, everyone. Hello. Hey, Edmana. Hi. How are you? We go into the second half of our path to sacred plants. And yeah. So if you are tuning in first time as far as going into this live with us, this is my beautiful medicine sister, Rosie, who has been on a journey with pet beings and ceremony and even personal journeys for some time already. And definitely catch part one. So you can hear our journey. And then today is exploring just in like the next steps, honestly. Now to do a review of what was discussed on in our previous slide is that we touched on that every single exchange that we've had with plants, with sacred plants, because each and every one that guides us this other way of existing is a plant being that's giving us this access. You know, in our last call, in our last slide, well, he spoke on it as far as that zero point space, the other spaces, dimensions, realms, dream worlds, all of these other ways of existing and moving through. And so how can we acknowledge these previous experiences that we've had, even if it wasn't conscious? You know, I, I know that we had touched on, you know, on our last live, that was like a progression. It was like, you know, things that led up to really wanting to do something extreme. I think that a lot of people look at working with psychedelics as something that's like extreme. It's scary even. It's, you know, tapping in to the unknown as you were sharing, you know, and it is all of those things and it is more. And I feel that when 
someone asked me about, you know, how I came to this decision, it wasn't a decision that I arrived to lightly, especially wanting to be a more, you know, serious journeyer, not just doing it for fun. I feel like a lot of people that decide to explore this, these worlds is because they have a thirst for seeing what lies beyond the veils, you know, the veils of illusion. And they already have a sense of something that's beyond all of this world, this 3D, this matrix that we live in. And there's so many layers to that in itself. And that's a whole series onto its own. But really, it has to do with, you know, from what people have shared with me of wanting to explore those God realms and touch the divine. And what they're really asking for, in my experience with working with people, is that they want to really touch the divine within themselves. Because ultimately, and I'm like, full circling it right now, the majority of people that work with these beings is they realize that they're divine. I mean, it might take them a few years to figure it out, maybe a couple of ceremonies, maybe one ceremony. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I don't want to go any further. It's all scary. But at the end of the day, really what it takes you is to, you know, touching the divine that is not different from you. And so we're coming back to that we were talking about earlier, the zero point, which brings you into that space of like nothing and everything and realizing that we're one with it all and that we're not different from that of which we seek of as sacred, as mystical, as divine. Yes, definitely full circle. Yeah, I say that because I know that the many, many years of us walking on it and of recognizing of what's sacred, of recognizing what's ancient within us. And so when we acknowledge all of these events that like steered us away from this divinity of this, this connection that we do have with what is sacred, you know, again, I know like this, we're going to bring this forward in so many different ways, but there's so much that has happened throughout our lives and our environments and our, our, our environments is our family, our community, our home, our our school, the people we surround ourselves with, and how much of that has played a part in reference to what is our relationship with what is sacred? What is our relationship with that divine connection that we do have? And it is there. Now, I will say that, you know, with the beautiful souls that I've journeyed with and held space with, they're wanting to return to that space. And some of them are also in a place of seeing it as, oh, you know, like I need to search for it. It's outside of me. Now, granted, that's nothing negative to see it. There's nothing wrong of acknowledging, like seeing that in that way. That's just recognizing that there is a part of you that does feel like something's missing. And so when we reflect and go back from what we shared within our journeys of what we've had and what our experiences was, when I witness my journey and being guided again through how my environment was, how even just my studies, my curiosity brought me into the path of actually recognizing like, hold on, I have this experience or I have been experiencing my, my relationship with cannabis. But then the more I became aware of 
the properties and the intentions of what cannabis is, that's when I realized that it was being abused. And so when I made that decision to to like set myself back from it and witness how my body was responding without it, that's where it helped me to make the next steps of awareness, self-awareness. What was it that I was numbing within myself? So that's why I mentioned like recognizing what was your relationship with previous plants, either if it was tobacco or if it's even with caffeine, because again, that plays a part from the teas, from the coffee, everything, because it can be abused. It can be just something that we're in search of stimulants for it to be stimulating us because we cannot in that moment generate it naturally for us. So when we see what is my relationship with the things that I bring into my body and I have an expectation on how I should be responding from it, coffee is a really great example of how it gives us that energy for that moment. But it is it actually serving us? Cannabis, if we find ourselves wanting to be like creative or wanting to like, oh yeah, I know cannabis helps me tune in and be creative and also wind down. Okay, what is it? What is it if you decide to set it aside and notice, okay, what's happening within me physically, mentally, emotionally that has me pulling towards those plans. So self-awareness is the first steps when we're looking at this. Because in order for us to really create a relationship with what is sacred, we have to first see what is blocking us of our own actions, distancing us from what is sacred because of our own like lack of connection that we are creating for that space for us to sit with, for us to be through. So I'm going to say a pause. My mana come in. Yeah, and I think a pause is very much needed for people to just digest that because I feel in my experience with working with plants that oftentimes when people do, they think that they're healing themselves, right? And yeah, you know, healing happens. It happens on so many levels when we work with plants, whether it's cannabis, ayahuasca, ketamine, any of these beings. But you know, what we don't realize is, is that sometimes people give up one addiction for another, even though it may seem like it's a soft addiction, like, you know, food is an addiction. You were mentioning caffeine. And then if we're talking about these entheogens, these psychedelics, these plant teachers, these medicines, it, it's the same, you know, like, okay, I gave up, you know, drinking coffee, but now I'm smoking weed every day you know, without an intention, without respecting the medicine, without really honoring, you know, the plant itself, you know, and then that takes over and takes the place of a previous addiction. And it's the same thing with frequent, you know, journeyers that they want to be getting their next high or the next trip with ayahuasca or going to ceremonies every weekend or like several times a month because they, you know, they feel so good from the DMT, which is a chemical that our bodies make naturally in our brain, which gets released, you know, as a result of all the serotonin. And then what happens, you know, a week or two later after the serotonin is used up in our in our systems, then we crash. And then we're ready for that next fix. 
So it's a cycle that occurs and it's still, you're still on that addiction train. And so because, you know, and you touched on these things as you were sharing that they don't allow themselves enough time to take a break from any type of substance, right? Whether it's the caffeine, the food, the cannabis, the ayahuasca, the ketamine, the psilocybin, whatever it is, they don't allow themselves a pause, the stillness, which is, a, you know, we kind of touched on our first having to do with like the exploration of modalities in order to be with those symptoms of pain, anger, anxiety, frustration, you know, feeling lost or disconnected from that is what is sacred or divine and forgetting that we are all that we are all of those things. We have never lost that of which is within us. We have always been that. And so we we seek one imbalance for another thinking it's it's going to fix somehow fix the previous imbalance when what is actually needed and many of my teachers including my shipibo teacher have all said the same things and it's like be in the silence be with it because i'm always you know i remember early on with my journey when i was a dieter like diety talk about what that means now would be in the jungle going on these fasts, you know, fasting from everything and only given four things to eat, you know, and then I would have to just fast, you know, on the day of ceremony. And then I would come out of these ceremonies like with more questions and more anxiety. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have so much to heal. And, you know, and then that just kind of was this like cycle. Right. And then I remember hearing him say to be just to be. Go just be, go sing. What he would say is, canta con sus plantas. Go sing with your plants. And I'm like, but, but, but. And he's like, go work on it yourself. Be your own, take authority, take agency for yourself. Let the plant speak to you. Because when you do a diet, you just work with one plant. And then the ayahuasca, right? Like, Marosa or Bobansana or Tamamudi or something like that, right? These are all plants, master plants, and let it inform you. So let it help you bridge yourself back to the places that are divine within yourself. And that is where you will find your peace. That is where you will find your healing, not the ceremony. It's what you do in between each ceremony, what you do in between those times where you're having a pause from a, a teacher plant. I'm going to put it on mute while we talk. Okay. Beautiful, Edmana. Yeah, I know we're definitely going to have a section of even the purpose of dietas and preparation for ceremony. Again, this is going to be part of a, a good chunk of our series in general is is the path of sacred plants and learning of them. And why do we sit with them? Why do we journey with them? And how can we prepare? How can we prepare to sit with it? And this right here, it begins with your awareness. Your awareness, your relationship. What is your relationship now with these beautiful sacred plant beings, these teachers? And the more you bring that into your space, 
the next step comes in like, okay, you know, I do notice I have this ritual that perhaps became a habit. It was a ritual before it may have started in the beginning that way, but it may have become a habit where you just got used to it. You got comfortable of continuing to tend to something within you that was helping, but now it's just been feeding. So now as you bring in this awareness now, again, this is the time for you to reflect check in, fill out within yourself. And when you create that space, and let's say you don't have, say you don't have any habits that you sit consistently with either cannabis, tobacco, sweets, sugars, you know, things that are also considered under the addiction, but more of just things that you are constantly pulling on. So when you look into yourself and it's like, for example, Oh, my evening is that I'm done with the day. I'm going to go ahead and sit and I'm going to have my piece of pie and I'm going to go ahead and watch a movie. You know, like, so just notice what is it that you continually do so that you can become more aware of your environment within? Because that awareness is what's going to help you investigate a little bit more, be curious. And then face. What, is, what are other tools? What are other practices? What are things that can, not just the self-awareness, what can I do when I do find myself in these habits? How and what is it? The self-awareness practice is a form of meditation as well because you're becoming more mindful on the way you move. The mindful of your thought patterns because patterns, thought patterns is definitely a habit too where we're constantly worrying about things. Those are symptoms that are showing itself. Physical symptoms is kind of the obvious one. If you notice you have physical pain in certain parts of your body that's been there for a while. And the reason why you have to take it easy at the end of the day, because your hips, your back, you know, things that your body is speaking to. And that's why you also pull on these medicines. Perhaps you even have an dis-ease within your body where it can be something, for example, Lyme, Lyme disease something that you end up needing to have regularly caffeine so that you're not so fatigued. So everything plays a part in where we're at, even with the physical imbalances, even with the diseases that our body's experiencing. And then the modalities of what we would like to share with you is that the practices from meditation, from movement, from your diet, where food is medicine, Again, I know this series can expand so much. <laughs> and and then also breath work, your relationship with breath, with life. Because if you're not breathing, you're not living. So as you've heard within our first part of how our journey was, again, we're just an example. And each and every soul has a very unique journey in exploring this path. It's not going to be exactly the same, but what's beautiful is that you are trailing it uniquely for you. And what our intentions here is to share with you are what we have learned so far within the past 10, 11 years and being in this path. And it's still going and deepening. So the beauty is that if you have found yourself curious about journeying with plants, it first begins with yourself journeying within you. Because when you journey within yourself, those plans begin to align in your path. The ceremonies, the prayer spaces, 
even if it's not just sacred plants, this is like even ceremony spaces like being in Temascal and the sweat lodge. You know, there's so many spaces that are there to help us come back in, to reflect back in. So, yes. Yes, thank you. I think that's, you have such an eloquent way of like sharing, you know, how how things, you know, unfold within us. And, you know, I feel very much that one of the things or amongst many, you know, that people struggle with is being so caught in the mind. You know, I'm guilty of that, you know, that this has been, you know, something of mine that, you know, I've I've struggled with for for many years is just allowing my mind to override my emotions, to override my what's going on in my body. And and those thoughts give rise to dysregulation with your emotions which give rise to patterns and choices that we think that we're pacifying. You know, my, my Ayurvedic teacher talks about how do we pacify certain imbalances, you know, within ourselves. And a lot of people, you know, go to, you know, what we were saying, one addiction to the other. And so when we can, I have clients that have a harsh time with this concept of meditation. And so I call it, I, I kind of change the word sometimes. Sometimes people feel like, oh, we're talking about meditation. It sounds like some religious cult or something like that, you know. And so I'm like, okay, if you don't like the word, you don't got to use the word. Why don't you just use sit in contemplation, right? Don't you just sit around sometimes and think and feel about like what is happening in your reality? I mean, that's a form of meditation. You don't got to sit in one place. You can just go for a walk in nature and just allow the feelings to unfold. This is part of integration practices that I like to share with people, you know, and we're going to get into, you know, integration later on in our series. But, you know, it's it's also good to plug in, you know, from time to time and, and, and kind of explore what it is to be in stillness. You can be in a walking meditation and still have a stillness about you within the mind and drop into the body experience what's happening as you're putting one foot in front of the other on the earth you know we're not talking about going for a walk in the mall you know <laughs> or or the store or going grocery shopping we're talking about intentional moments where you can find that stillness within that can give you that opening to what it would be like to experience that zero point within yourself is what my teacher, my Shapibo teacher, he would say, concentrate, right? Still yourself and allow yourself to be in a place of focus, of focus on your breath, focus on the moment, allow the thoughts to pass and be with what is coming up when you are in the ceremony, or even not in the ceremony, even in your sitting in your tombow, you know, and you're ruminating about what you just experienced with the night before, you know, you saw some scary stuff and you don't know what to make of it. And you're now you're, you're now your back is hurting or your left knee is hurting. And you're like, how do I put all this together? You know? And so this is where learning how to let the plant inform you it could be the most subtle things because some plants 
that I've worked with are very subtle, right? They provide something very subtle. Some of them are very like, like the trees are very like, like, oh my God, they're going to absolutely, you know, bring in some massive like thought or emotion that evokes a memory from some time ago. And so again, that's a whole other thing. But the fact that you were able to be in that stillness, the fact that you were able to sit in, even for a moment, the silence and experience what that silence can bring, you know, sometimes silence can be so powerful that it evokes a very powerful memory or a very powerful emotion that you to remember something that you did or you said to somebody. And then because you had that quiet in the jungle or on your walk or in your room, that it now it's like, oh, I don't like this, feels uncomfortable. And so again, my teachers would say, be in that discomfort. Allow that discomfort to bring up what perhaps it is that wants to be healed, wants to be looked at, wants to, as you would say, give it space. And so this is what these, these like openings to what integration looks like when we're working with sacred plants. Okay. So I know we're getting close to our closing and having this, this way of seeing and seeing ourselves within even just this path of wanting to dive in further within ourselves. A good percentage of the time when souls are wanting to experience sacred plants ceremony, prayer in these in this way is not just because of, you know, wanting to go through a trip, but some of, the, some of them and a good percentage of them are also coming because of physical symptoms that they've had for some time. I remember the first time I had my sitting with my teacher out in the junk at people were coming in because they had three months left to live. And they was like, I tried everything. I've, I've tried meditation. I've tried, you know, as far as like the recommendations that the doctors have and nothing is working. So I shared this part because this is where the, the journey of surrendering, where we also end up having that path in our life or life itself is bringing us in a position where you have tried everything. You have explored everything. And now it's brought you into a space of wanting to learn more and understand more. And the, the beauty is that when we explore more of ourselves and have an understanding more of ourselves, it assists us to even deepen it when we have that opportunity to sit with these plant teachers, where they open us up, where they help us to expand our viewpoint but then also expand within ourselves of what may have been holding for some time too. So through this journey, through this sharing that, you know, our intentions is, is that as you trail this path, our intentions is for you to become more aware of what are your relationships with these beautiful plant beings? What are your relationship with yourself, with your body, with the, every part of your body, not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually, mentally, because they will start showing itself when you decide to go ahead and have a, seat, a sitting with a plant that is going to be like, oh, by the way, you've been 
smacked in the head with this and it's going to show you what has been, let's say you've been an overthinker and you didn't take the time to recognize and become aware like, oh, wow, I'm overthinking. Let me pause my mind because I'm constantly overthinking. When we go into those spaces, those teachers are going to go ahead and bring it into your face of that overthinking. And so, and obviously I'm going to help you kind of like detangle or what's there, but but it's not going to do its full on if you haven't trailed the path towards it by becoming aware of that too. And that is where your own practice comes in. That's where your space and time that you create and even feeling out as you move into it, as you trail the path, you might arrive to a space of like, wow, I feel like what was heavy on me is no longer heavy. And all I had to do is just create space for me to just pause and breathe and sit and reflect and learn more of who I am and, and find more of who I am through these pauses. And so these beautiful sacred beings are here to help us remember. And as they help us remember, it it brings and opens up even more for us, deeper, not just expanding out, but deeper, descending even further within who we are. So well stated. And I think that, you know, it is such a, a rich landscape of the realm of possibilities that people can explore if it is right for them. Because, you know, as responsible practitioners and as responsible journeyers and as an integration coach, it is also my responsibility to make sure that people are well suited for these experiences. And we also have to make sure that people understand who are listening to this, that they know that it is not for everyone. And we will, you know, we'll go into that more on the education part, which is what we do you know, as medicine women, you know, as people who are on this path is that we inform and we help people to understand that this is not to be taken lightly, that it is to be taken responsibly and that it there's many things to consider and it's not one size fits all either, you know, and yeah, I hope to, you know, continue this conversation in more depth and our IG installments to come. Thank yeah. you so much, sister. Thank you, Irmana. All right, yeah, stay tuned. Our aim is to be providing these discussions at least once or maybe if we for the lines twice a week. Definitely comment below, share what are the things that you would like to hear more on, what is it that you're realizing with yourself. I know these are deep topics, but this is definitely something that is part of our mission as well and our sharing and us being of service too. So thank you so much, Irmana. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Bendiciones. It has been my joy and honor to share space with you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. My heartfelt intentions are to be in service. And for those who continue to be curious and seeking ways to thrive, if you liked what you heard, Please subscribe to my channel on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. For more, you can find me at rosymedina.com. My IG is the underscore cosmic nurse. And on Facebook, I'm the cosmic nurse. Thank you. And until next time, ciao.